0: Today, we speak with a bunch of children in the background playing loudly, and we talk about community. This is the Dude Catholic Podcast. Welcome to the Dude Catholic Podcast. I'm your co host Adrian here with a man who can count the stars of the sky. As a matter of fact, he does it three times every night before he goes to bed. I'm Ramon. Yes, you are. Today we continue a series titled Ain't So Bad with an episode titled We're Fine. Our scripture today comes from...
1: The book of John, chapter 16, verse 33. I have told you this, so that you might have peace in me. In the world, you will have trouble. But take courage, I have conquered the world. Mm. Delicious.
0: Delicious indeed. So let's get this podcast on the road. Now, today... Today we're talking about community, which is the reason why we have the kids playing outside, so you can hear community active. No, no, it's really unplanned. Um, They know to be quiet, which means that they're going to be as loud as they possibly can. So, um, you know, that's that's just our background for today. But, speaking of background, wait, no, this has nothing to do with background, but... I don't know if you've seen any documentaries, uh, any nature documentaries that involve a, the prey and the hunter. Um, but usually, the prey that gets eaten is the one that strays from the group. If you've seen Gladiator, one of the coolest scenes is when uh, when Maximus gets everyone together and says, So long as we stay together, we will survive. And whenever someone dispersed from the group, they got they got cut off real quick you yeah. know and so that's that's the idea behind this behind this episode that we are fine it's not like oh we collectively are fine but we collectively become all right you know become fine if you may i mean we're already fine but <laughs> <Gosh>. this <guy. laughs> at least one of our listeners shaggy knows that we're not because we recorded a few weeks ago that was that was such a good
1: that was good that was a
0: we need, to, we need to have him again. Yeah.
1: We are, right? Pretty soon.
0: Yeah. yeah. Yeah, hopefully. I mean, as soon as he gives us a go. Um, but yeah, that's that's basically it, right? Like we, we get together and we become that, that stronghold, that stronghold that needs to uh, exist in order for not just us to be okay, but those little ones that you hear in the background playing around for them to be okay, right? And so being present is, and having them as part of our lives is kind of, kind of a big deal, you know? That's just, that's just the first point, right? That we, uh, that if we're together, we're going to be safe. That if we're together, we're going to be strong. As a matter of fact, it kind of reminds me of when we had Bear Wozniak in, uh, in the podcast. So he mentioned that there was a wolf, and it was a nasty wolf, like always angry, always looking to kill, you know? And, and the thing about that wolf is that it was a lone wolf. And a lot of the times in, in society, we glorify the lone wolf. You know, the John Wicks of the world seem to be doing everything on their own. I don't know. I've never seen John Wick. I just heard it was a cool movie. It's really um, good. But yeah, you hear about all these, all these dudes that just by themselves are able to evade any enemy and you know, even collective organizations that are out there to kill them. You know, that, that's, that's not a good life, dude. Like the wolf, the lone wolf is miserable because the wolf is meant to be in a pack. And we are meant to be in a pack. And we're meant to be in a community. So
1: our choice should be to become community with one another. Uh, it goes both ways. Um, we're trying to go- do God's work here. And it's it's imperative that we stay together in community, starting with your family. But I don't know if you guys are from, you know, you, you got me thinking about this. Um, I don't know if you guys know what African wolf dogs are. African wolf dogs are these little um, it's like a smaller hyena and uh, they look more like dogs that's what they call them dogs but they're smaller than a a hyena and they're kind of thin but they're extremely good hunters the only problem is that they have to start eating the prey as they're hunting it meaning the prey is still alive a pretty brutal way of of hunting yeah because uh since they're smaller um hyenas take the their their grand prize and so do lions so they have to be extremely brutal in the way that they they hunt and i mean nature is beautiful don't get me wrong but i i feel like that would be a very good uh comparison to what uh some of the stuff that the world has to offer you know the the secular world. Yeah. And yeah, it seems a, a bit extreme. And I don't recommend you guys go Google like the uh, these dogs. It's a uh, it's kind of brutal. I mean, if you know. Graphic. Yeah, I'm sure you guys can handle the, the the graphic stuff, but whatever. You know, you're grown man. You do what what you gotta do. But. Um.
0: Parental discretion advised.
1: <laughs> yeah, and. I don't know about you guys, but. I know for us, we've we've uh, we've had our 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 spiritual battles, and mm-hmm. I, I think that's a good uh, good comparison. You know, if you don't, if you uh, like you said, Adrian, it's if you're not in community, the the prowler will will go get you when you're on your own.
0: Yep, and one of the scriptures that we had in one of the previous episodes some time ago was that. The enemy is waiting like a lion, waiting to devour. Like sweet and sour. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> Which brings us to the next point. You know, choosing your tribe is—it's kind of an important thing, but not just steady tribe. You know, you gotta—you gotta make sure that you pick the people that are gonna be in your tribe. You know, you can't just pick a random. Uh, person riding their bike in front of your house or anything, you know, you gotta, it has to be, it has to be done with a purpose, you know, you can't, it, like I said, you can't just pick a random person, because, because they need to, they need to be of the same mindset, otherwise, if you're just getting together, you're just gonna end up drinking beer and wasting time, you know, it won't, it won't be anything of, of meaning, it won't be anything that, that can bring positive change to other people's lives, um, especially those that, that really depend on you you know if if your wife is not saying hey uh you're you're kind of a better guy after you hang out with your friends, then chances are it's not a good group
1: yeah uh I have a very small group of friends and you know them all and sometimes we haven't gone together in a while and you know, we have a cigar and it's pretty cool because one one of the guys brought brought this up that his wife told him that he is a much better guy after he's had that cigar break with us Mm -hmm. and right now he's kind of struggling um you know what i wouldn't say struggling but he's uh he's not a hundred percent he actually described it as he's at eighty percent and it'll be really good for us to get together so whether it's with the group or not um i'll probably get together with him and it's cool that he's choosing to to be with a solid group of guys because i remember one time he told me and that's cool because he also brought up my name but he said it about everybody in the group you know what would mike do what would omar do what would you know whatever and it's pretty cool to know that my name was also included in that like oh what would this guy do like different situations at work different situations with his family different situations with his kid with his kids rather he's got two
0: what would blank do yeah yeah, and that's, and that's not just, you know, like, hey, it's cool that, that I'm held in high regard, but it's not not, you know, it's not that. Yeah. It's not not that, I should say. <laughs> um, because it should be, it, you should be hanging out with people who you admire, people who you can look up to, people who would make a solid decision in a situation where, where there's danger or uncertainty. You know, and that's, and that's why you want to surround yourself with people who are like you or better than you. Well, because if you hold people at high in high regard, your mindset is going to be at a different place. You know, it's not going to be like, oh, what the heck would we do? Or, man, if you if you if you make every decision followed by a screw it, then chances are you need to reevaluate how you make those decisions. You know, Saint Ignatius of Loyola has, a, if you read his uh, if you read his writings, like he has a a lot of really really good information on discernment and on decision making and whatnot. And what I'm trying to say is that when you surround yourself with people who are solid decision makers, you're going to be of of the same ilk. And so you want to be that kind of person that people uh, that people are saying what would this person do. You know. And and that's why it's important to have a purpose when you meet up with people, you know. It's if it's smoke a good cigar and have a good conversation, that's a good place to start. You know, but let that initial conversation go in the direction that you want to go you know, go in the direction that, that leads you all to a better place in life and of course since it's a men's podcast of, of, of men who happen to be Catholic then I challenge you to actually have a conversation that leads back to God that leads back to better ways of, of living out our, our family life. You know, I have my uh, my differences with the Boy Scouts of America or Scouts of America, whatever they're called nowadays. Um, I should know I'm a co-den leader <laughs> but but one of the things that uh that that i wanted to talk about was that um since my boy is in, in boy scouts and and i'm a co-den leader i i went with them uh last weekend to go shoot some stuff and i noticed that this time it was different than before this time the kids were by themselves not really by themselves i was supervised you know by by people that know better because they were firing arrows and BB guns and whatnot. But it was mostly the boys leading each other. You know, and that's one of the things that's different from Cub Scouts. From when their Cub Scouts are like little, you know, they're fourth grade and below. And my son's in fifth grade now. And so the the things that are that are gonna happen from this point on are all scout led. You know, so they have a they have a they have their group and they And they have a chant and they have a leader and they have all the activities and all and they have to put everything together from now on and for the dads that was that was different you know because the other dad that was there and myself like we were trying to get get after our kids because we wanted to make sure that they were doing what they were supposed to be doing because we know our kids and they were like nope no they're they're you know the the two by two rule is is in effect you know there's more than two leaders at the at a time and you can see them from a distance if you want, like over here in this corner. You're able to see everything, um, but but they're they're doing this by themselves, and it's mostly mostly scout directed, and and one of the things that I noticed in, in this generation of men, you know, like I'm I'm talking millennials and and above, um, is that we're we're being given everything in such a way that we don't have to grow. We're being given everything in a way that we don't have to even form our pack the way that we should that we've been we've been saved from having to get our group together why because we get it together virtually i see that a lot of guys what they're doing instead of hanging out with people is they're hanging out with people virtually and it's very apropos for this situation that we're in in quarantine and whatnot but I think I think you know what, I'm I'm gonna I'm gonna be a rebel and just say, you know, oh never mind. I don't know, I don't wanna put you in any interesting positions, Ramon. What I know no one listens to this. Um, of civil disobedience and whatnot. Cause what you're hearing people tell you is like stay at home, like don't even go visit your family on Thanksgiving. I'm like, what the heck? What they swore
1: to protect the constitution of the United States of America and the fourteenth Amendment says Ooh. the Oh opposite Ooh. the mic of what's going on right now.
0: The mic got hot. And yeah. you know what
1: and the uh, and I and I much respect
0: for that. It needs it needs to be said, you know, like we're we're getting a lot of liberty except for going to church and being with our family. Whenever someone's trying to alienate you from your faith and from your family, you need to alienate yourself from them and yep. from following their directives because their directives are against you, against your country, against your church, your faith, your god ultimately. And so what i'm trying what i'm trying to say is that you should have a pack that is i hate using the word woke but woke enough to see to see what's actually happening you know you need to have a you need to have a group of people around you who can actually think and speak freely about these things without being ostracized from the group just because you have a differing idea because if you have a solid head on your shoulders you're gonna realize what's right and what's wrong and you're going to be able to point it out. You know, there's a reason why people are changing their minds nowadays. It's because they see reality for what it is, not for what the TV tells them. Because if you're working, if you are trying to do the best for your family, you're going to have a certain way of thinking. And what I'm asking you to do is to
1: find others who have that same way of thinking and to grow from there. I don't know how much value this is going to add, but it was very important to me and and. This embodied what we're talking about last year i was uh i was in the academy still i'm still very green very fresh in the department yeah you were and even now like i'm like i'm still kind of new <laughs> um, yeah, compared to then oh yeah but I was, I was yeah i was in the academy and, and we had a, a run on thanksgiving day and we were off that day but it was cool because uh the instructor that was in, in charge of the fitness um long story short he said you guys don't have to come we can't make you come but i'm gonna go for a run at this place at this time and if you guys happen to be in the area we can go for a run everybody showed up and we ran and it was cool because whatever we just it was it was a nice run it was the whole class and it was raining And it was cold and we decided to go there and i will never forget this day for as long as i live because it it was one of the best days of my life we had been going through a lot and together and there was this brotherhood that was being formed because we were like brothers and sisters and brothers and sisters fight a lot (laughs) sometimes but when there were those people that were falling behind on that run they weren't left behind they were rather encouraged because it was raining, it was cold, it was our day off. We kept moving forward, and we did not let anyone fall behind. Everybody completed the run. After that, we, um, you know, the instructors went into just human mode instead of being all rough. And we changed out of our of our uh, clothes. We went into um, into the the stations, like not community area, but it was yeah, it was like a big break room basically. And we had coffee, and we got to see the instructors, just being human beings and actually thanking us for coming on our day off, and so forth. And and one of them said, like, "This is a beautiful little community that you guys are uh, gonna step into, and like, just you can feel the brotherhood right now." And then one of us, uh, one of, at the time, one of the recruits, he's like, "Hey, can I say a prayer?" And we all held hands like brothers and sisters. And it was not a religious or it's not a religious organization but it didn't matter if you were christian or not or we all held hands and we all collectively thank god for bringing us all together in community to make ourselves better people so that we can better serve everybody that we come in contact with starting with our families and to me that's what it's all about and to me that's what makes that day one of the best days of my life every time that i'm part of something meaningful I end up meeting other
0: people of faith so when you said that i'm like dude like for example when i worked for the for the food company i remember that that the man some, someone said something that i thought was ridiculous at the time and maybe it still is <clears throat> um because i don't i you'll, you'll see well someone said at, at one point when i was working at, at the apple store that that getting a job any position at apple is harder than getting into an ivy league school and i'm like man. Eh. <laughs> um but when i started thinking about it like we went through so many different interviews. And they didn't seem like interviews because they were really not trying to get at, at some random questions about what's the hardest thing you've ever done at a job or how do you prove that you can be a leader or anything like that. They're really just trying to get at how do you treat people. You know, and so what ended up happening was when I was hired, like yeah, you have your hipsters, you have this, you have that. But at the end of the day, like I found that, I found that there's a lot of Christians there because the people that were being hired were the people that knew how to treat people like they were like they were people, like they mattered. And the Christian is the one that has that mindset, you know, that other people matter. That when people are treating you in such a way that's not recognizing your dignity, that it's not really you that they're probably mad at, they're just looking for a scapegoat and to still treat them with kindness. Like, all these things are so natural for the Christian. Hard things are natural for the Christian. And they may seem extreme or extraordinary to the rest of the world. But there's a reason why there's so many Catholics in the military. There's a reason why there's so many Catholics in law enforcement. There's a reason why there's so many Catholics in volunteer organizations. It's because we are people of service we are people who do rough things we are people who do hard things not just because it's hard but because it's worth it you know and so when we get together yeah it's going to be hard to find a group of people that you agree with yeah it's going to be hard to find a group of people that that are worth hanging out with but that's part of the process and the reason why it's hard is because it's worth it so pray for us And we'll pray for you. Ferrum. Ferrum. Acquitur. know that what you